Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. shows you and i together whenever we do Streamyard, and like people see myself or dom or you or matt coming in just like vibing they have no idea what we're vibing to because that gets cut out in post oh it dude. makes me laugh it makes me laugh <laughs> top secret dude you could put anything it'd be like one of those twitter accounts where like them dancing to this music and it's just different songs. vibes and nobody we, knows nobody knows what it is no one knows no no one knows one. No, it's great. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 553 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me, as he always does on these week wrap in episodes, the people's champ, the one and only Mr. Patty Pitts. Champ of the peeps, renaissance man, who always thinks he can, is here. And I'm just happy to always be back here in the underground. You know, it's just a great time. Especially the weekend I've had where we were at Luke Holmes. Uh, and then we watched a ton of wrestling yesterday. We had our record view. Kyle, get this. Record number of viewers for Pitts and Sarah's wrestling show last night. We had 17 consistently for a good half Sheesh. hour. Just talking, talking wrestling, talking about our favorite guy, L.A. Knight. So things are going well, and I always love coming back here in the underground to hang with my main peep. <clears throat> it's always a blast, and uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about. And who knows, maybe we'll be going live on our YouTube channel more often now because shout out to the people. Shout out to the people listening, watching, subscribing. Continue to subscribe. This does not mean stop subscribing, but... We hit our first YouTube full send milestone. We have partial monetization on the YouTube channel, which means we can create exclusive content. If you join as a member, we're going to be setting that up, taking ideas from some of our most loyal listeners, seeing what kind of extra content you guys would be open to potentially paying for. It would not be a crazy amount, and it's obviously optional. Uh, and we'll also have super chats on live streams. So that will be available. And uh, we can also now plug our merch links right into the videos, Pitsy. Yeah. Right in there. Shout out to PHI yeah. Apparel Company. So our merch links will be available for you to peruse uh, on all of our videos. So that's step one. So thank you guys. You know, we've been doing this YouTube thing for a year and three months now. Uh, we started like early April of 2022 with YouTube. I know we're super behind the ball with it. Because uh, we should have started, you know, February 7, 2018. But what did we know then that we would turn into what we are now? Uh, so better late than never. But we've been doing the YouTube thing for just a little over a year now. And uh, I think we're only going up. I think the YouTube channel is, is thriving. We're very close uh, to hitting 100,000 lifetime channel views, which is fucking insane. 
Um, so thank you guys for, for continuing to support us and all of our shows on our network, all of our content creators. I know I speak for everybody when I say we are beyond thankful uh, for the, the continued support of our company and what we're trying to you know accomplish here and be that next big media conglomerate that uh, you ride along with into the sunset. So thank you guys from all of us here at Underground Sports Philadelphia for just a, a small milestone on the trip to the moon. Um, we're going to get into the fills. We're going to get into Joel Embiid tying the knot. Uh, do we have tweets anymore? We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. No, they're uh, getting they're getting the old X. They're yeah, just... that's what happens when you put it over the bird's eyes because he's killing the app. Uh, and then we'll also talk about the Eagle social admin being just an absolute icon, and I want to shake their hand. Plus, uh, shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. Shake your hand. <laughs> but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. We will always call it Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Threads, Instagram, TikTok underground phi that's where you can find us on all four of those facebook.com slash underground sports phi and twitch.tv slash underground sports phi uh you can also follow pitsy on the tweet machine at pat underscore pits and on instagram and threads at pitsy 35 you can follow me on twitter at kbizzl311 instagram threads kbizzle e11 subscribe to the podcast feed apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts we're there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia and our whole network of shows. Uh, Pitsy, last I checked, our, our numbers, as, as our, our good Philadelphian brethren, the RU Garbage Boys, would say, those numbers are true to roof. True, true to roof. roof. Up 818% over the last 30 days in downloads. True to roof, baby. Uh, and also, got to give some love here, because you know we always do it on the main pod whenever we have success from our other shows. Shout out to Top Bins, bro. Top Bins, over the last week, made it on the U.S. soccer charts on Apple, made it on the Denmark soccer charts, and are still a top 100 soccer podcast in Denmark right now. And they also made it on the overall sports chart in Denmark. So shout out to Denmark. Dude, shout out Denmark. to Top Bins. Shout out to Dom, shout out to Matt, because uh, those boys, that's the original spinoff show for this company. Top Bin started in 2018 as well, then it went away for four years, and now it's been back ever since. So shout out to the Top Bins boys. Uh, that's they, incredible. They crush every single Good week. Uh, very proud of those guys, and shout out to Denmark. Uh, but go subscribe, and subscribe to the YouTube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia that's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week full video episodes of every show on our network clips shorts live streams original video content we are currently sitting at a whopping 518 subscribers on the youtube channel we need to get to 600 before the end of august we that is a to. must that is a must or i might <laughs> Here's the thing. If we don't get to 600 subscribers before the end of August, and we're going to market the hell out of this on social so the people know from your neck of the woods, when, I, when DJ and I come up to, to Gillette on DJ's birthday on Labor Day for PLL quarterfinals, I may have to throw Pitsy in, into where they threw the tea during the Boston Tea Party. Oh, jeez. No. I, know, uh, that, uh, I would get arrested. You it would. would. It would be a felony. You don't want the boy to go away 
And you no, don't want we don't Pitsy you to sink to the bottom of the ocean with a bunch of tea. All right, well, I'm not as dense. I'm not that dense. Yeah, but there's a lot of tea that would weigh you. It's like the Dead Sea. It's the Dead Sea. Yeah, and like I live over. I mean, that's those are my fish friends. They're over there. You know, not it's just food. Fish are friends, not food. Great, great line. They I are might food, have to actually. get on a boat and reenact the Boston Tea Party and throw pits into whatever. But body only of water we if can you find. dress up like a Revolutionary War Minuteman. I'll borrow one from Gillette. I'll ask Robert. Oh, Kraft. they got tons in stock. Yeah, at Gillette. I mean. I'll ask Robert Kraft. He'll be yeah. there probably. Be like, hey, Bob. Can I call you Bob? Can I, Bobby? I I gotta I gotta throw Bobby. him in the ocean. We didn't get to our subscriber count. To be fair, I don't think there's anything else that the world needs. I feel like me getting thrown into the Boston Harbor it's the last would thing be. It's not the it, but the peeps would giggle. I just yeah, that's but, all. But then I'd be locked up. And Listen, I'm not telling you key. to do it, or I don't want you to do it. But I just I'm a man who knows what the peeps want, and they want to see Patty Pitts get either thrown into the Boston Harbor or some ridiculous thing happen and go. Something ridiculous will happen if we don't get to 600 subscribers before the end of August. Yeah, come on. And ridiculous means not good. Not a fun ridiculous. No bueno. But if we get 600 by the end of August, good. We'll, good, good vibes. But we also need to get to 1,000 before September 4th. Otherwise, DJ's got a one-way ticket to Alaska. That's so tough. It's tough. We're, we're 482 away. <laughs> Did, it's a long uphill battle. No. <laughs> not, not great, Bob. Not great. Not good at all. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And like I mentioned, this show is presented by the City of Vineland and the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, let's get into the fight in Phil's. We are a week away, effectively, from... The trade deadline, and the Phils, they they got lucky. And it's brought to you by our awesome merch partners over at PHI Apparel Company, the best merch partners in the game. There's no doubt in my mind, in Pitsy's mind, in anybody's mind, that you're going to stand out in the crowd when you're rocking your merch from PHI Apparel Company. Football season's right around the corner. Get your Philly dog shirt. I, I swear, that shirt is going to do numbies once football season is closer. Yeah, Philly dogs, because we are dogs. The Eagles got that dog in them, and we got a bunch of Georgia Bulldogs on this roster. So go get your Philly dog shirt. Go get your Underground Sports Philadelphia logo shirt. Hoodies available. Get ready for the colder weather. Streamer season merch. Outside the box podcast merch. Top bins. Plus, top bins, streamer season, and getting the whole merch is all first edition merch. Those are the first of their kind. So, you can be one of the first people to own merch like that. So go get your merch, phiapparel.co. And when you go to check out, 
be sure to use promo code UNDERGROUND so you get 10% off any and all merch orders. That's how they know you're coming from us. So go get your merch. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here. Plus, you look classy. Who doesn't want to look classy in look Underground classy, Sports Philadelphia bro. merch? Look when you get it, please. tag us, tweet at us, post it. We'll repost it everywhere. Go get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off. Pitsy, the Phils did some interleague playing over the weekend, and it was not great, and I have a fun, ridiculous stat for you. Oh, I love fun, ridiculous stats, Kyle. Phillies are now 0-3, I believe. Whatever the number is, they are winless this season on fireworks games. <laughs> Post-game fireworks happening at the ballpark, no matter where they are, Phils are winless. Now, here's my question. Are they teasing these fireworks shows before the game? Like, stick stick around for post-game for the fireworks show in center field. Like, are they doing that? Probably. Or is it like... Well, two of the fireworks shows happened this weekend in Cleveland. And the Phillies lost both of those games. Oh, my God. What's the <laughs> Guardians? That's tough. Two out of three of the Guardians. Uh, <laughs> one of them was... Both of those games were very winnable, especially the second game. We lose one nothing on a defensive miscue by three professional baseball players just not communicating and tracking a ball down, and it scores the one singular run of the game. Luckily, we salvaged the series yesterday in extra innings. And luckily, the teams in front of the Phillies in the standings have also just been on an absolute slip and slide towards Major League Baseball hell because the Marlins have lost eight straight. <laughs> We're back, Mar. We're back, Marlins. We're country. back. The Marlins have lost eight straight. Run the Giants got swept by the stolen franchise Washington Nationals, which is the Nationals' first sweep of a series since 2021. Bro, that's two years. <laughs> Effectively. Because I think it was June of 2021, their last sweep. That's wild. Um, so, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, I, I stand corrected. The Marlins won yesterday, but they were on an eight-game losing streak. Does, yes, uh, sentiment stands. The The Giants have lost, I believe, five in a row, which is huge for the Phils because they're ahead of the Phillies in the wild card. Um, the, yeah, the Giants have lost six straight. The Diamondbacks have lost four straight. And the Brewers lost uh, yesterday. The only team in front of the Phils that has been on a tear again is the Cincinnati Reds, who have won five in a row. Um, but the Phillies got gifted by these teams just losing while they were losing. Even the Braves were losing. The Braves were on, like, a five-game losing streak, which is rare for them this year. Um, so, like, the Phillies got gifted some luck from some of these other teams losing while they were losing as well. Phillies were on a four-game losing streak going into yesterday's game. So they salvaged the series, get back on track. They are currently tied in a three-way tie for the final wild card spot. But I believe due to some sort of tiebreaker, I don't know what it is, and I, I guess because they have less losses than both the Giants and Marlins, they're ahead, but they have one less win than both of those teams. Okay. But they have the same winning percentage. So Phillies right now, if the season ends today, would be your third wild card. They need That's all that matters. Though. You need All to keep winning, especially as the trade deadline sneaks up closer and closer and closer. You need to win to prove to big Uncle Davey Dombrowski that you need to go get some winners. And if you there's one to. thing you know as a Red Sox fan under the Dave Dombrowski watch, 
And as we know as Phillies fans from last year with Uncle Dave doing the thing and going and getting that certified dog, Brandon Marsh, who I'm, I'm tipping my hand here. October 31st rolls around Pitsy. My favorite holiday because it's the, the lead up to it's the it's the, the tail end of my birthday weekend. All right. Birthday's October 29th and I got Halloween. I think I'm dressing up as Brandon Marsh this year for Halloween. I got the beard. I just got to get a wig and get it wet. Put the eye black on. Got to get a wet wig. That just sounds gross. I know and you walk mean, around that is barking a... because that's what Brandon Marsh does. He barks. He's a dog. He's going to walk around barking. <laughs> Dude, Brandon Marsh, it, his, Brandon Marsh leads Major League Baseball in triples as of yesterday because he hit a triple Ooh. yesterday. Tell me why, while I was watching the game, as he's running the bases, I'm barking at the screen to will him into third base safely. See, I love that energy out of you. As he's a running, fan. I was like, we need oh, more oh, of that. Oh, oh, come on, come on, get to third <laughs> base. I was like, slide, slide. He got there, stands like, oh, 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 he's a dog. The people Dude. just listening on audio are going to hate that portion of this. <laughs> just, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> We can slap Abby up here. I love Brandon Marsh, but yeah. I'm heavily considering going as Brandon Marsh for Halloween. We have not got that far yet uh, on the Halloween. I'm still trying to convince my group of friends to do a group costume where we dress as Marvel characters. They're not in. They're not that crew that would, but thank God we have the peeps in the underground for when we do get an HQ, they would. Uh, so we have to still table that idea. So, or wrestlers. I want to go as like a faction so bad. <laughs> Just anyone. I'll dress up as anything. We need to make it happen. Fair. Fair and just. Um, trade deadline rumors are swirling, though. Apparently, I'm not a fan of this move whatsoever because I think he's a very selfish player. I think he's a losing kind of player. And I just don't think he would fit this clubhouse for the Phillies. Apparently Tommy Pham is on the radar for the Phils. If you remember Tommy Pham's fantasy football league that he was in and he punched Jock Peterson. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, football yeah, yeah. league. And uh, remember Blake Snell's iconic live stream. We traded Fam for Renfro and a slap, slap dick prospect. prospect. I, I just line. don't want Tommy Fam on this team. I don't think he moves the needle for the Phillies getting any further in the playoffs. If you want somebody that's going to help you, you go get Cody Bellinger. You go get Hunter Renfro. You go get, if you want to push your chips all in, you go get Juan Soto. Like, that's how, the kind of move that you got to make. How possible is it? For the Phils to go get, like, how realistic? I think that's a better word. I'd say it's a less than five percent chance. Okay. I, I don't see it truly. Ha I don't think the Padres will trade him unless they get blown away by some sort of offer. Um, like, I don't see Juan Soto getting traded. Apparently, Josh Hader and Blake Snell are not being traded, which is kind of weird because they're both free agents at the end of the year. So, if you're the Padres, you would think you'd want to recoup some of the prospects you've given yeah, up right? over the past couple of years That's to get guys like Juan Soto trading. and Snell and all it's that. Trading 101, absolutely. Um, I don't think Otani gets traded. Really? I don't. Like, what are, what are you going to you, – you'd have to sell shares of your franchise to get him. There's no – 
like but if you're the angels like do you actually realistically see yourself winning a world series within the next five years i think if you're a confident gm you have to think that way you have to i know that you also don't want to be labeled the gm and owner that traded away a the most generational talent arguably best baseball player we've ever seen and that be on your resume but it just <clears throat> to me because then also on the flip side like whoever you trade Shohei for those players now have the most pressure under them as prospects as whoever to turn out to be a fraction of what Otani is It'd be like the Herschel Walker trade, microscope. but just bigger magnitude. They'll have a microscope on them for their oh, yeah. entire careers. Like, imagine if you're one of those players and you turn out being a bust. Oh, you would be more than hated like by that organization's fans. Not even the insane. fans, just the organization. There's, there's just no plausible trade package that you can even, like, conjure up that even equates to the value of Shohei Otani. Because you put Otani on any team that's in the running. Let's look at the National League. The Braves, Dodgers, Brewers, Reds, Diamondbacks, Phillies, Marlins, Giants. Those are the teams that are pretty much in the mix right now in terms of like teams that playoff? should be buying at the deadline, sh- oh, will be in the playoff mix in September. Mm-hmm. You put Otani on any of those teams, you're an instant World Series favorite if you're not already without him on your team. You put Otani oh, on the Phillies, like, good night. You put Otani on the Diamondbacks or the Reds, like, you're invigorating a city for two and a half months with something that they would have never expected. You put Otani on the Brewers, on the Marlins, on the Giants, the Braves and, and the a, Dodgers, like, it's crazy. That's the other thing about bringing a guy in like that is if you do it at the right time of the trade deadline, it invigorates that fan base again. That's where baseball games are low-key won in the latter months of the season are when the fans are you're you're in front of your home crowd it's loud and they're all bought in i mean i feel like of all people you could attest to this with the phillies last year so to go and get a guy like that it seems like a no-brainer but if you're the angels my only issue is is you he going lose to all resign? of that down? You lose all of that down the stretch too. Like you trade Otani, <clears throat> there goes your Otani jersey sales, your jersey sales, any type oh, of uh, merchandise yeah, you in your store. Too. You lose all of that revenue. On top of people are not going to come to the games anymore. Trout's injured. You don't have Otani. You have nothing to market to your fans in a market that's already so desolate in Anaheim that if you trade Otani your marketing for your team is kibosh like you're done but they don't have anyone other than those two that elevates them into a legit contender they, they, there's except nothing except exciting. for my my baby boy mickey moniac who's doing the thing against right-handers but don't look at his left-handed hitting stats Phillies. see there you go two sides to a coin but and it just seems like there's always guys like this that they got one thing going for them that's pretty solid and then the rest of the game is just I also think if you're Otani's agent, like, you have to hope that there's a trade. But even if there's not, you're going to hit free agency. That's that's my thing. Any team that decides they're going to bid for Otani in free agency, the bidding's probably going to have to start at, like, $600 million. And if you're going to be the team that lands Otani, 
I truly think you have to get creative in this contract because he is such a unicorn of a player that Otani's agent should be looking at what Messi just did with Inter-Miami coming over to MLS and how Messi gets a portion of jersey sales from Adidas and gets a portion of new Apple TV subscribers with the MLS season ticket package. To be fair, on they, top they of pay for him. Okay, that makes sense. When Messi retires, he gets ownership stake in the club. I think if you're going to sign Otani, you have to get creative like that because there's no other contract in baseball that would be like that. You're signing oh, yeah. a guy who right now has 35 home runs. It's not even August. And he's also got almost a sub-3 ERA on the mound. Like, he's going to lead the league in strikeouts as a pitcher and potentially lead the league in home runs as a hitter. There's no feasible trade no package one. for that. There's, there's no one. He's the reality version of Pablo Sanchez. Yeah, but better. Like, he just... Well, yeah, no, no, yeah, obviously better. I mean, look at that swing. The only other swing that I find comparable into in the perfection element is Ken Griffey. Yeah. Like, Otani's swing is so smooth. I was watching so Sunday Night Baseball the other night, and he hit one, and the sound of it. Dude, when he bat flipped against the Yankees. Oh. Wow. I loved it. it was loved beautiful. every second of it. It was so, and like the craziest part about that was like, it was not a no doubt about it home run either. It barely cleared the fence. He was just so confident that he was like, boom. That's what got it over. He's unreal. But if you're the Phillies, you got to go and approach this, go and get a Cody Bellinger. And then on top of that, I think you also have to kind of approach this trade deadline. Shout out to my good friend, Alex Carr, who, who covers the Phillies really, really well. Follow him on Twitter at Alex Carr MLB. He said the Phillies should approach this trade deadline similar to what the 2021 Braves did. Not going out and getting the flashy names, but collecting three or four guys. Because what the Braves did in 2021, they went out and traded for Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario, and Jock Peterson. Those are guys that are, like, nice pieces, but, like, if as a fan base, you're not, like, overwhelmed at the trade deadline about not your team going to get out their and getting jersey, those guys. Yeah. But then in the playoffs, those three guys are key pieces. Eddie Rosario is your NLCS MVP. And then the fucking Braves go and win a World Series. Yeah. So if you go and approach it smart and make tactical moves that make sense for your club, the Phillies can still very much be in this. And the craziest part about this, guys, the Phillies are 53 and 46 and have not played their best complete baseball as a team literally once this year. Aaron Nola has been up and down. Zach Wheeler's been up and down. Ranger Suarez has been up and down. Taiwan Walker's been up and down. You want to talk about hitting? Bryce Harper has four home runs since coming back. He's also playing first base. Trey Turner has been a shell of himself all year. Kyle Schwarber's hitting 184, but has 20-plus home runs. Like, this team is not playing to its full capability yet, and they are still... 53 and 46 in a wild card spot and oh can i let you in on a little fun fun little tidbit here shout out to my boy john foley on twitter at 2008 fills with a z at this point in the season in 2008 phillies 53 and 46 pitts can you tell me what happened in 2008 
Oh yeah, didn't they win like that Phillies, World Series? Phillies won the World Series. Yeah, they won that on, World Series on the boys' birthday. No big deal. Well, that's a hell of a moment for you. 2022, just last year. Can you tell me what happened in 2022, Pitts? Oh, the Phillies played in that World Series again. Phillies yeah, played in that World Series. They, they did two play one in, that... Lead in that World Series. They did. Can you, that's what happened? Can, can, We're can you tell me there. what their record was after this many games in 2022? Oh, was it? Was it like? 53 and 40, like seven or six. Yeah. 53 and 46. Yeah. 2008, 2022, and 2023. At this point, through that amount of games, whatever that number, 99 games, 99 problems, and the record ain't won. The Phillies are right there. They're right where we want them, ladies and gents. They're right where we want them. They're in the sweet spot. Numbers don't lie. Check the score. I'm not saying that they're going to go to or win the World Series, but I'm also not saying that I'm saying it. All we're saying is that when you follow the trends, look what happens. Okay. Numbers do not not lie. They're numbers for a reason. Shout out Michael Smith, Jamel Hill. Numbers never lie. Never lie. 53 and 46. We'll see what they get to tonight. Uh, I believe they play tonight. I would assume. I think they Yeah, they play play tonight against uh, the unbelievably hot Baltimore Orioles. Dude, I'm so sick of hearing that the Baltimore Orioles are, like, decently good now. It's so frustrating. Oh, they're not just decently good, Pitsy. They're in first place in the American League East now. They have leapfrogged the Tampa Bay Rays. Are you serious right now? They played the Rays this weekend and won two out of three and leapfrogged them in the division. Couldn't have been doing this when Cal Ripken was playing. Jesus. It's a beautiful thing. Philly's playing tonight at home. Christopher Sanchez versus Dean Kramer on the mound. Should be interesting. I'm glad we're home. That's a good thing. Philly's always play better at home. Um, So we'll see how it all plays out. Also, shout out to former Phil Scott Rowland. Hall of Famer. Yeah. What you know about it. Also, the crime dog, Fred McGriff, gets in. I like that. Uh, it is I pretty crazy moved. that in my lifetime of watching so many talented um, Philadelphia Phillies, there are like four that I've seen play in my lifetime. Scott Rowland was one of them. Uh, pulling it up here. Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey. Childhood Cornerstone. Roy Halladay. Icon. Part of my Icon. developmental years. Uh, Pedro Martinez for two and a half months. He's the greatest pitcher of all time. In the final uh, year of his career. He looked good in that red. He did. I get to listen to Mike Schmidt in the broadcast booth. <laughs> that's that's something. On Sundays. And then I watch Ryan Sandberg ball. absolutely tank my my franchise as a manager and Wait, he's he was a Phil for a short period of time before we traded him to the Cubs. I hate he that man so much. Hall of Fame career. I hate that man so much. Every time I play my MLB the show, he always hits home runs to take the lead against me. I do not forgive him. And then ruins my mood. One of the greatest executives of all time, Pat Gillick in the Hall of Fame, and the greatest broadcaster of all time, Harry Callis. 
Oh, Harry Callis is in the hall. Iconic. I know him. But it's crazy that those are the like in my lifetime. It's Tommy, Roland, Pedro Martinez, Roy Halladay are the four Phillies Hall of Famers that I got to watch play. Yeah, it's it's really insane when you get to actually see people you watch growing up actually go into the Hall of Fame, and you don't really realize how special it is until it's you know the moment's gone and they're in the Hall of Fame and you're you're looking back on their seasons and then you're trying to compare. All right, who's the next guy that will follow in their footsteps? that you can see be a hall of famer one day. And it just, it's that ever ending game. I love it. I I, I don't know. Cause do you think, wait, so pop, do we think poppy will be in the hall of fame? He is. That's what, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. He's in. So yeah, um, I do have to... the list of 2024 potential. Oh, hall of famers. Love this. Are you ready for this? This is going to blow your mind because it is our core childhood memories. Of okay. Baseball. So just missed out on getting in uh, this past year. Todd Helton, I think he gets in. Colorado Rockies legend. Mm -hmm. Billy Wagner, Mm. I think he gets in. He got 68% of the vote uh, last year. I think he gets in now. Uh, Andrew Jones, I think he deserves to be in. He got 58% of the uh, votes on the ballot this past year. Gary Sheffield should be in. Absolutely should be in. 55% of the vote this past year. Carlos Beltran. Yes. He got 46.5% this past year. Again, should be in. Should you're be you're in. of the same ilk as me. Like, you don't care if the guys did steroids. No, steroids legitimately Tells brought. the story of baseball. And if Bud would... Selig is in the Hall of Fame, the steroid-using player should be in the Hall of Fame. Dude, Bud Selig, the... let it happen. Without steroids, baseball is not where it is right now. I'm sorry. I don't care. And if they use steroids to hit the ball a little bit farther, um, it's yeah, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. So you'll I think you'll agree, even though you hate this guy from his playing days, and I do too, Alex Rodriguez should be in the Hall of Fame. Nah, A Rod, you come on. I, I, I would love to sit here and try to make an argument as the He's Bostonian and ah but no, that man should it's A it's A Rod. Come on. Manny Ramirez, don't don't you don't you can't ask you can't tell the story of baseball without Manny. Dude, it's Uh, Manny. Manny Ramirez is one of the most legendary baseball players of all time, for every reason you could be a legendary baseball player. Omar Vizquel, absolutely, dude. Andy Pettit, I have a soft spot for Andy Pettit. Bobby Abreu, yes, please. That's a Bobby needs to be in. Bobby needs to be in. Jimmy Rollins, 120 billion percent needs to be in. It's lunacy that he only has 12.9% of the vote this past year. Really? Jimmy Rollins is one of the greatest shortstops of all time. He's 12%? an MVP. Jimmy Rollins was part of the 30-30 club when he won the MVP. 30 home runs, stole, 30 stolen bases. World Series champion. All-time leader in hits in Philly's history. Should be in the Hall of Fame. You can't tell the story of baseball without the 2007 to 2011 Phillies to which Jimmy Rollins was the captain of that team. Jimmy Rollins in 2007 dropped in spring training that we're the team to beat in the NL East. And then it came to fruition when the Mets choked it away when they had a seven-game lead with 17 to play and choked it away. The, The beginning of Lull Mets. 
That was where it began. Jimmy Rollins should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Mark Burley. I think Mark Burley deserves to be in the Hall of Very, Very Good. Like, he yeah, he just has that legendary story of him pitching drunk in the World Series. It's one of my had favorites. the moment where he pitches the no hitter and you know with the White Sox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hall of very very good. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez, K. Rod. Again, had great moments with the Angels. What? Think, oh, K-Rod. the closer, closer, yeah, yeah, closer. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. thinking of um, for I'm thinking of the Mariners pitcher. Oh no, 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 no. You're yeah, no, K. Rod, I loved. He was, yeah, he's a legendary closer, but I don't know. Like, did he win a yeah. World Series? Is is he Trevor Hoffman level? Who's in the Hall of Fame? Is he Mariano Rivera level? I mean, nobody's Mariano level. No one. To be that's honest. yeah. Um, but like, is he Trevor Hoffman level? I think Hoffman's better. I don't know if the stats match up. Uh, and then also, uh, Tory Hunter is the final returning member, and I love Tory Hunter. Have I ever told you the Mike Trout, Tory Hunter story? I don't think so. So when Tory Hunter was playing with the Angels, it was Mike Trout's rookie year. One of the clubhouse managers is walking around handing people envelopes in the clubhouse while they're on the road. And Mike opens it up, and he's like, what is this? And Tory Hunter's like, that's your travel check. Guys get a travel check when they go out on the road and everything to spend for whatever. And it's like, what do I need this for? Like, we get our meals covered. We're got yeah, a yeah, hotel. Yeah. It's like whatever you want to spend it on. And uh, <laughs> Vernon Wells, who was playing for the Angels at the time. Jesus, yeah. Goes, let me see that check, boy. <laughs> and he always, he's like, that's chump change. Because Vernon Wells was making like a gajillion dollars from the Angels that year. Vernon Wells' travel check was in the millions. Because it's a portion of your contract that you get while you're on the road. Baseball is so stupid with money. So dumb with money. That's insane. I now have your first first time on the ballot members going into 2024. Nice. Adrian Beltre, 100%. Oh. 100% should be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best third basemen of all time. Joe Maurer, 100%. The the best one of the best catchers of all time, one of the best TV commercials of all time. Well played for the show. Mauer. Well played, Mauer. Well played, Mauer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. One hundred percent should be in the Hall of Fame. He is the man. Number twenty six. Cue the Led Zeppelin. Chase Utley. Chase Utley from two thousand. 7 to 2011 and even 2005 to 2009 was the best second baseman in baseball like bar none was doing things that like his his war year over year was like an eight which is like hall of fame level wow and even during the decline years of his career after he left the phillies went to the dodgers he still had close to a three wins above replacement number Chase Utley is a bona fide Hall of Famer. Again, you can't tell the story of baseball without Chase Utley. And Chase Utley, if Barry Larkin is in the Hall of Fame, and Barry Larkin was a very good player for the Reds. Very good player. Chase Utley, in my opinion, was better and more important to the Phillies teams than Barry Larkin was for those Reds teams. I'm sorry. That I mimicked my, my bias showing, but Chase Utley bit. is one of the greatest second basemen to ever play the game. I, When I was playing Little League, I modeled my second base game 
after two people, and it was Dust Madroya and Chase Utley. Chase Utley also I had one of the most those. iconic batting stances. Oh, that was where I didn't. I was like not the, like Chase Utley. I couldn't. I didn't Timing, well. and then the boom. Like, whenever we were playing, like, we with at the swim club I was at, it was wiffle ball, but we played with a tennis ball. Mm. We were sending those things over fences. I was doing the Chase Utley stance all the time. He's iconic. Chase Utley should be in the Hall of Fame, hands down. And if Chase gets in, I think that helps Jimmy get in. Oh, yeah. Next up, first-time ballot, David Wright. As much as I hate him. I no, you – come on. Come as on. As much as I can't stand David Wright, I think he deserves oh, he's to be the in best. the Hall of Fame. I love David Wright. One of my favorite players. Bartolo Colon. You ha- dude, for <laughs> baseball's purposes. I don't give a fuck what his stats are. You have to have Bartolo Colon in the Hall of Fame. Like, what are we doing? Like, like that would be the most that would be unreal. stupid bag fumble of all time is if you don't put Bartolo Colon for the longevity alone, for the look alone, for the guapo-ness alone. For the just, home run in San Diego alone. Dude, the freaking, he is an icon of baseball. Like, he is not the greatest baseball player of all time. But he's big he sexy. is one of the greatest baseball players of all time. It's just you need to have him in Cooperstown for baseball's sake. Yeah. Oh, I love Bartolo Colon. The man played for like every MLB team. I'm looking Adrian Gonzalez next up on the list. Have to. I, I don't I'm not really a big fan as much as Colon, but yeah. Uh Matt Holiday. No. I think Matt Holiday is in the Hall of Very, Very Good. I want to mm-hmm. see what his... Well, I could be wrong here. Matt Holiday's career war is 44 and a half. Also, can I give you Chase Utley's career war here while we're on the topic? While you have it up? Yeah, absolutely. 64 and a half. That's just... It's insanity. I uh, have up every... the highest war of any first-year eligible player on the ballot next year. Chase Utley does? By, a, by close to 20 points. Okay. What, um, how many more? I, Cause I want to ask you if you know every team that Bartolo Colon has played for. So I'll rattle the rest off next. Jose Bautista. Yes. Nah. I think he's hollow. Very, very good, but I would love to see him in. Yeah. Jose Reyes. Get him at. Nope. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Bye bye. He's out of here. I disagree. I love Jose Reyes. Get him out of here. Ah, little match, but he's pretty good. Uh, Victor Martinez. I think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, James Shields. I think he's hollow. Very, 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 very yeah. good. Um, Brandon Phillips. Again, very, very good. Not even Barry Larkin or Chase Utley level of. You know, player. Brandon Phillips' wife is in AEW as a female wrestler. I did not until now. Jay Cargo. Look her up after the show. Um, but when I'm comparing Utley to Larkin, because Larkin is like that, like borderline of second baseman Hall of Famers, Chase Utley's leaps and bounds better than Brandon Phillips, so I don't think Brandon Phillips gets in. Denard Span, very fun player. Don't think he gets fun. in. That's a good Chase Headley, Giovanni Gallardo, Doug Fister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Brink bunk bump is later. <laughs> Uh, Brad Ziegler, Ryan Madsen, Phil Hughes, Brandon Morrow, Chris Tillman, Jim Johnson, and Santiago Casilla. 
Those are your first year eligibles. I think there's a lot. I think we get a big induction next year for the first time in a long we time. We should, dude. We should. If, we I'll tell like everybody mind. this. If Chase and Jimmy get into the Hall of Fame next year, Underground Sports Philadelphia is going to Cooperstown. We have to go. We're going to Cooperstown. We have I've to go. I've never been, first of all. Second oh, it's of all, awesome. Those are the boys. I oh, will be there to watch Jimmy and Chase get inducted together. Dude. And then absolutely. do the handshake that they did at the World Series, recreating what they did on the field. Uh, Yeah. I agree with that. Gotta be there. Um, before we get to Bartolo Colon's uh, roster of teams, uh, let's let's talk about our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Yes. The best small batch eyewear in the game, who now have an app available for you to download. Go to your app store, Google Play, download the Tomahawk Shades app, and when you download the app, you can claim a free pair of sunnies, free pair of shades just by downloading the app. You can also go to TomahawkShades.com. Or in the app, peruse their sunglasses, blue light glasses, prescription lenses, all that good stuff. They're the best in the game for a fraction of the price of the big retailers. And when you check out, use code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your order. Pitsy, let's uh, let's talk Bartolo Colon's teams. Okay. Try to. I want you to try to guess as many as possible. Can I get a number of teams? Eleven. Okay. Still not the. Still not as many as Edwin Jackson. Um, <laughs> How many do he have? Like seventeen. Are you fucking okay? Still, still eleven's a great number, All but right. that's just absurd. I, okay. I know a, a lot of Bartolo's teams. Angels. Yep. White Sox. Yep. Mets. Yep. Those are the three I knew off rip. Um, You're missing a big, like, a pretty big one. It's where he spent the most time of his career. AL or NL? AL. You got it. I'm like trying to sift through all the teams. I remember him with this Rangers? team. Rangers? No, but they're on there. I'll give it to you. Okay. Because they're the last team that he played for. Uh. He didn't pitch for the Yankees, did he? He did. For the Yankees. One year in 2011. All right. So that's five of the 11 that I have. Um, Dodgers? Nope. Am I still missing this big AL? Team? Yeah, you're missing okay. like the big. this Because this is the one where I remember him like starting out. Pitch for the Red Sox? He did, but that wasn't the team I'm thinking of. Okay. So he gets six. Twins? Twins are on there, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, I said the Angels already. Orioles? Nope. I said the White Sox. They definitely did not pitch for the Tigers. No. No, you're right about that. Cleveland. Yes. 
Cleveland. That's where he started. He played from 97 to 02. Was he an expo? He was an expo. That's the other one. So you're missing one, two. Yeah, two. Is he a Marlin? No. One, two. And you're only missing two more. Because he had two different stints with the White Sox. Okay. So they're counting that. I don't think he was ever a Padre. Wasn't a Diamondback. You're warm with location. Location as in division or? Region of country. Okay. Uh, there's no way he was a Rocky. Nope. More West. Oakland? Yep, that's one. He was an A. And then there's one more where we got to go all the way down to where the devil goes down and plays the fiddle. He was a Brave? Yes. He was a Brave 2017. Oh, okay. That's why I don't remember. I block that out of my brain. I don't find it, yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'll give you that. It was pretty impressive. The Indians one is where I remember because I had MLB 02. And he was just the best pitcher to play with. You know who his teammates with in Cleveland? Manny? I think. Or no, who he was traded for. Who he was traded for from Montreal to Cleveland. Or they might have been traded together. I know this now that my brain is like jogging that. Um... Yeah, so, before the 2002 trade deadline, Bartolo Colon and Tim Drew were traded from Cleveland to Montreal in exchange for three very iconic players of our lifetime and one other player that I'm not too familiar with. Um, Lee Stevens, who was the player I'm not too familiar with. I was about to say, I was like, I don't know who. We just talked about this guy, Brandon Phillips, and two prospects that go by the names of Grady Sizemore and one Cliff Lee. Wow. That's an iconic trade. That is a very iconic trade to look back on. Wow. Grady Sizemore was an expo. Yep. That's so was Cliff Lee. They were prospects Cliff of the Lee. expos. Damn stolen franchise. I just missed the act. The expos were so cool. Like their logo, the colors. They looked like it was, they were Cubs and Phils mixed together with their Jersey and the pinstripes. Pedro pitched for them. Vlad Guerrero hit for them. Oh, I miss the expos. It's still my favorite Jersey to this day. They'll probably be back for the expansion shit. I, I don't, I absolutely see Montreal getting a baseball team at some point. They'll be back. Um, you know what we have to do, Pitts? Your favorite segment. It's the NL East. Bring bon- oh, the run differential. Yes, my OG and favorite NLB's one. Yes. Run differentials oh, brought to you favorite. by our amazing partners over at Wasted Wedge. Guys, there's a new age of golf upon us, and it has arrived. And if you're looking to be the talk and envy of your group and create memories with your friends and family, look no further. 
than a lineup of Wasted Wedge products and merchandise. These Wasted Wedges are a blast to drink shots out of on and off the course, and you guys can check them out at WastedWedge.com or find them on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. Be sure to follow them at Wasted Wedge. That's WastedWedge.com, and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads at Wasted Wedge. Remember the name, WastedWedge.com. Pitsy, the NL East run differential. Still got two teams in the positives. Everyone else in the negatives. We'll start with the 64-34 and 34 Atlanta Braves, who scored 550 runs this season. Where do you got their run differential at? Okay, so last week I think it was like 141 when I checked, and I was way off. I'm going to go – been a little bit of a streak. I'm going to go 124 plus. Plus 148 is – Oh, all right. Number. I went the wrong way. Then we Tough. go to the 53 and 46 second place Philadelphia Phillies who have scored 446 runs so far this year, which is the second most in the division. Where do you have their run differential? I'm a plus 67. I fucking wish. Plus 8. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, we are plus just, eight. we're all over we're all over the board today. Okay. Then we move to the dumbest franchise in Major League Baseball, the Miami Marlins, who are 54 and 47. Negative two. I'm sorry. They have scored the fewest runs in the division at 414. And I'm going to have to ask you, I don't know about you, but the Marlins are feeling negative 22. Shout out. So I was close with the negative two. We were getting even. Negative 22 is the run differential for the Marlins. And we move to the Lowell Mets at 46 and 53. They've scored 438 runs this year. Where do you have their run differential? We go negative, negative 35. I wish. Cut it in half, though. Negative 17. Okay. Then we go to okay. the stolen franchise, Washington Nationals at 41 and 58. Scored 424 runs this year. Where do you have their run differential? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the 30s there. I'm gonna go negative 37 for them. They probably wish and appreciate that from you, but it's negative 89. Oh god, I am just weird. But they've scored 10 more runs than the dumbass Miami Marlins. That's just the best, dude. I love the Marlins for their just sheer nonsensical style of baseball. Then the dumbest division in the National League, the NL Central, where every team except for the third place 48 and 51 Chicago Cubs, who have a plus 41 run differential, everyone else is in the negatives. I love that. That's that's my favorite. The NL West, everyone's in the positives. This is the hilarious part. Dodgers are 57 and 41 with a plus 106. Arizona's 54 and 46 with a plus 11. Then the worst run differential in the National League is the Colorado Rockies at 39 and 60. Can you guess their run differential this year, Pitsy? They've scored 428 runs this year. The Rockies have scored more runs than the Marlins. Wow. The Rock. Wait, what? Yep, you heard that right. The Rockies have scored more runs than the Marlins. Well, it's the altitude. No. Dummies. <laughs> dummies. It's the altitude, dude. a bunch dude. of dummies. They can Rocky Mountain High with them fastballs. 
I hate it. We <laughs> get <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your prediction there? Rockies. Um, I'm gonna go negative. No, they're positive, right? No, no, they have the worst run differential in the National League. Carlo Rockies. Uh, I'm gonna go negative one six one seventy one. Close. Negative 141 is the number we're looking for there. And then, Pitts, your favorite one to guess. Oh, the trash franchise of the Golden the Oakland State. A's, who by half a game in the loss, or by one full loss game in the loss column, have the worst record in baseball at 28 and 74. Oh, my God. Give up. They've given up 622 runs this year. They're negative, differential. Negative 282. I just, it's the one number that pops in my head. I have negative, to be close. Negative 258. That's close. Number. That's still close. Switch some numbers around. That's incredible. Are you kidding me? Dude, like what? Hot, like you, you can't be going out there and giving it your best effort every night if that is what you're producing. Hey, it's an A's for effort. Get the fuck I give him an A's for effort. Yeah, you you, you are the only person I think would give them any sort of A. They shouldn't well, have been Oakland able. They should, they should not be able to wear the A on their hat or jersey. They should be only wearing elephants because they're just the biggest elephant in the league that needs to get the hell out of here. Okay, they don't deserve the A on their jersey. They deserve the Horton Horton elephant. Right there, because they're basically a fucking Dr. Seuss franchise. <laughs> their their hats just had a trunk coming off. Of it. That would that would be a lot better than their content play on the diamond. So <laughs> they just had Dumbo ears. Dude, that's what they they should just make a full like fools themselves with the ears. Go crazy with it. May spark some wins. It's insane. Ugh. Just never forget, like an elephant. The Oakland A's took a series from the Atlanta Braves this year. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Dude, the, the A's beat the Sox. Yeah. They went 2-3 against the Sox. I was like, you kidding me? And then your stadium flooded. Dude, yeah. My friends were there. <laughs> I was waiting to see a video of you surfacing. Dude, people, that's a lot of people were claiming for it, but I was tuckered up here. I saw a video guy that watching said, wrestling. somebody said, if he, there was the guy, did you see him shirtless? Oh, yeah. Slip inside. They said if he has any open wounds, he has about 24 hours to live. Nah, he loves that dirty water, man. Boston is his home. Filth. <laughs> you absolute scumbags. I do. I rep. Come on. Look at this. Dropkick. I rep it. These are my people. Certified scumbags. Uh, that's, your, that's your run differential breakdown brought to you by our friends at Wasted Wedge. Um, Joel Embiid got married. Over the weekend, yeah. uh, to his longtime girlfriend, fiance, and to Paul, um, some interesting photos surfacing from the wedding of who was in attendance, who was not in attendance. Uh, from what we have gathered so far, Tyrese Maxey in attendance, George Niang, bang in bangs. Uh, Tobias Harris in attendance. Good, good. And who was the other person in that photo? It 
things. Those um, was it B-ball paw? No. But we haven't seen any photos to confirm nor deny if B-ball paw was there or invited. Okay, so we're not going to comment on that. I'm just um, trying to guess, guess Sixers players. I'm trying to pull it up here. Who is who is um? No, he's not. He was with the guy. It was. I have it right here. Uh, well, Jaden Springer was also in attendance. Our first round pick from a couple of years ago. Oh, good. Uh, All right. Pulling it up. This is the great part about editing. Uh, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. So in attendance at Joel Embiid's wedding. Cut all that out. In attendance, <laughs> Tyrese Maxey, George Niang, Tobias Harris, DeAnthony Melton, and Jaden Springer. Okay. Surprisingly, no Furkan Korkmaz. He was overseas at home, though. Um, Fair. Makes sense. Uh, no James Harden. No P.J. Tucker. To which then video surfaced that James Harden and P.J. Tucker were out at the club eating burgers with Bun B. That's a team player right there, Kyle. That's someone you want to really put your franchise This team is so stupid. Are you finally getting on my bandwagon on the James Harden? I'm not on your bandwagon because I still think James Harden is a phenomenal basketball player in the grand scheme of just, like, his career. But I'm so done with him being here. Like, I'm over the James Harden experience because it's clear that he doesn't want to be here. It's clear that he's not at Joel Embiid's wedding after they were allegedly, like, besties and James Harden gets him a Rolex for winning the MVP. I just don't think... I, I am coming to terms with something you brought up. I don't think you can win a championship with James Harden on your roster. Not that I think you could win a championship with somebody like Russell Westbrook on your roster. Like That's not the argument. I'm, I'm no, just, but there was yeah. that argument before back in the day. I still, yeah, but we're James Harden. At this yeah. point in his career, you can't win a championship with James Harden on your roster. That's why I carry this, Kyle. That's why I carry this, because I know things – that the regular commoners don't, and finally being vindicated by you just makes me feel all that much better. Because I've been saying this for years. It's nothing to do. It's nothing to do with oh, he's a he's, great player. It's the thing. He he's just a great player. Shrinks but, in the spotlight, and that's the point I've been trying to make for so many years. Is that is he a viral moment basketball player? Yes. Look at what he can do on the court. But when it comes down to crunch time in playoff games and games that matter, you have to have a another switch go off in your head to turn it into another gear and he doesn't and it can't be that. selective like you can't that's he has a that's selective switch because you saw exactly. it when we played you guys in the second round game one and was it game three three was the one that yeah Harden pops off and has two phenomenal games against Celtics 40 plus points like that's the James Harden everyone expects in the playoffs like you need to come and play, take over a game. That's the type of player you have been known to be throughout your entire career. But then you have games like Game 2, Game 6, and Game 7, where he completely disappears. And if the Sixers ever want to win a championship, you can't have that happen on top of Joel Embiid disappearing like that. And that's another thing I've been trying to preach to the peeps about James Harden is that not only this year in games in game 6 and 7 – 
He does it almost every year in these games where he does not show up. And you can't win a championship with a star player like that who consistently does not show up for clutch games or clinching games of a series. It's, I just, I have been saying this for so long that James Harden is a fantastic top 15 basketball player in the NBA right now. But when it comes down to, is he someone that you want to trade for or sign that puts your organization over the edge and makes him a contender? He's not. I, I would take, I would say 20 guys of better or equal value of James Harden that I would want on my team or even less value, honestly, but they have that edge over. I would rather have my, rather have them on my team over James Harden. And that includes Marcus Smart, hands down. Um, back to Embiid's wedding real quick, because there was a moment that was just like, so absolutely perfect. And it's like, it reminds you of all the reasons why you love Joel Embiid and, can't stay mad at him for too long. Michael Rubin, obviously, at the wedding as well. Uh, FaceTimes Meek Mill and Joel Embiid on FaceTime to Meek Mill raps Dreams and Nightmares. That's Philly, man. At his wedding. That is that is Philly to a T. I love it. I love that shit. That's incredible. <laughs> it's unreal. I was I watched that video probably a hundred times. Oh, it's, yeah. It was, That's a it moment. Was so good. It's just like Embiid's got the mic in his hand and he's just rapping on Facetime to Meek Mill. That's a lit wedding. Why was Meek Mill there? Probably scheduling conflict. Yeah, I'm not. It gonna also read. seems I, I... like, from the looks of it, like wasn't that massive of a wedding in the grand scheme of like an NBA player and supermodel wife. Yeah, which is that's Joel Embiid. He's low key. Would you want a big wedding? No. Max people. Kind of whatever. Whatever my sister and Matt had was like perfect. Okay. I don't. I don't know how many that was, but it was like perfect. I'm always interested in, to hear different people's opinions on that because everyone's so different when it comes to what they want their ideal it's like, wedding. I have crowd. so many like acquaintances that if I ever were to get married, which who the fuck. <laughs> Me too, man. Right. right. That five. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Like I, I can't even fathom that. We, we ain't, we ain't in that stage right now. Um, I have so many acquaintances, but like you don't invite acquaintances to weddings. No, you want your close people around you. And that's such a selective group for me. Like, I got, like, the podcast homies, obviously. Obviously. I have my close circle of friends that would be in the wedding as well. Mm -hmm. And then I have other close friends that are scattered around the country. But then outside of that, like, it's picking and choosing. Like, okay, that's the other thing that I, like, thinking ever about getting married. Like, I, I would hate being that guy being, like, yeah, I got to leave this person off the list. I'm such an inclusive person. Oh, true. And then I'm like, that, oh, that fuck. Comes in. Like, I can't invite this person. Now I'm leaving them out. Like, Yeah, and then you get the, oh, it's, it's who do you send to save the day to? Who do you send the right. occasion to? Who's the B plan of people you oh. can't invite? Because people said no. I would go with, for me, I, I would say 200. Oh, that's massive. <laughs> that's so I'm a pretty overwhelming. fucking popular person, Kyle. That's do you so not understand how many? Dude, do you not understand how many people in my family and I know? We know a lot of fucking people. 
and I mean, they're same, not just like acquaintances. Like... They're we they're they're our peeps. Oh. I mean, Pitsy Palooza for God's sakes. That almost in my backyard. That backyard at Max was like thirty at Pitsy Palooza. The finale of my parents era of it i think we had at least 55 people in my backyard with live music and it was incredible and i have people ask me when are you gonna throw another pitsy palooza i'm like listen i gotta start planning it now because my parents can't take that over so now it's got to be the era of patty are you a are you a church wedding guy i am not a church wedding fuck no (laughs) i went to catholic school for my entire life okay I know from those shackles. I know all their secrets and stories and all that. Okay. He's great. Love the man above, but your people down here got to I'm going to go. I'm not a religious person. I'm more like spiritual vibes. If anything, no fucking shot. No, I want a beach. If anything, I'd rather a beach. My brother got married on a mountain. Like it was cool. I did a beach wedding. My cousin got married on the beach last year. During game one of the wild card series, and that was a, an all time. What a dick! Like, no, it was it was like the wedding was planned before the Phillies got into the playoffs, really? and the amount of times I bounced back and forth from like different spots to entertain the vibes of the Phillies doing well versus not. Like I'd be standing in a spot, Phillies be getting on base, doing things, and then I'd have to move or whatever, and then they would stop and be like, "I need this seat back." Yeah. Oh, you you're big. See me too with the luck. Oh, like you got it. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a, I'm little, a little fucking stitious. stitious. I'm a little stitious, Kyle. Little stitious. I yeah. I would I I I wouldn't mind getting married at a golf course either. Yeah, I don't know what I would want. It's up to the wife. That's why. That's why you, they. It's their day. Who? I'm just there to say the right name and I do and then maybe some original vows that my little heart desires. That's all I'm there for. And then Why obviously just give me anxiety, piece. man. I got I got two weddings in December of homies. The boy, Dom is getting married. Nice. To his amazing fiance Monica. And then the OG producer, Tyler Steinbrine, getting married the week after. Jesus, that's a back to back. Weddings give me so much anxiety. <laughs> Dude, the only weddings I've been to have been my brother's, which I was the best man for. Had to give speeches. Incredible. That's, that's and, I, I couldn't even fathom. And then I went to uh, my cousin's wedding down in South Carolina last uh, April. It was oh, incredible. Yeah, during the draft. During the draft, where I was just <laughs> absolutely shit cocked at a raw bar, just <laughs> eating oysters and other seafood. And it's like, oh shit, the lines did this. All right, video time. So what's going on? Uh, <laughs> Not a pelican, a lion. Why? <laughs> and then I, uh, my cousin got married, and then I officiated my best friend's wedding last October as Ooh. well during the NLCS. That was one of the most like nervous days of my life. I was asked to calm by... myself down the entire what, ride down to Cape May, which is about like an hour from my what house you? down the shore. I was just on repeat blasting Bryson Stott's walk up song. Because the name of the song is A-OK. <laughs> Whatever works. And I had Whatever to put works. it on blast and I was just singing out loud because my stomach was churning. I felt like I was going to shit myself. I was so fucking nervous to officiate that wedding. Dude, I have to officiate James and Riley's wedding because I'm the one who introduced them. I just got and an email from to. the thing just in case I needed it. I am nine months reverend. <laughs> KB. <laughs> Reverend KB, I. That needs to be a character at some point. 
That just screams a friend of Delco Danny. Nine months. Nine months are reverend. Good for you, man. It's free. You only yeah, have to pay for up. the certificate, which I wasn't fucking doing that. It's like 30 bucks. You don't pay for love. You can't buy me love. I just make my own certificate. Yeah, we have Canva and all those fun apps. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Joel. Um, very happy for him. I know, you know, him be having a family is a, a huge part of his life. So, cheers to to the big man, the process, the MVP, Joel Embiid. Uh, before we keep it pushing, gotta talk to you guys about our awesome pals. Where is my card here? Kenwood Beer, the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Those gold top Kennys, baby, they look divine. And they're now available in the Pittsburgh area, too, for all you Yinzers who may be listening to this podcast. They're just taking over Pennsylvania, Pitsy. Kenwood Beer, it's the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's the, it's, you know, I was, I was hanging out with some people last night. They were talking about, like, Philly's, like, bevy of choice. And it's a citywide, which is a beer and a shot. You got to do your citywides with a Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com, use the Kenny tracker, see who's got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia and Pittsburgh area. Got to be 21 or older to do so, and of course, please drink responsibly. Pitts, I love when social media managers activate their powers. And oh, it's the, the best. The Eagles social admin is doing just that. You know how I feel about the Kelly Green jerseys. I think they're very nice, aesthetically pleasing. It's good merch, good vintage. But I'm not clamoring hand over fist like, give me the Kelly Greens. Where are they? Uh, the Eagles should always be wearing Kelly Green. The Eagles social team has taken their game to a level I have never seen it at before. Pitts, I'm going to read some of these tweets to you. Because they are just, ugh, they're like speaking to my soul. Because all these vintage uniforms have been coming out. We got the the Tennessee Oilers uniforms, even though it should belong to the Houston Texans, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Eagles last Thursday tweeted throwback Thursday, demon emoji with the smirk, and it was the blue and yellow <laughs> Eagles jerseys. That, I got to tell you, as That's I get older, I want to get my hands on one of those jerseys. Oh, for the sheer At the fact time, I, have I was it. like, these are fucking yuck. Oh, they're so but gross now, looking. They're so cool. They're cool because they're gross looking. I need That's it. the way I put it. And then they also tweeted a little history lesson for you and brought you through the era of the Eagles jersey designs. See that's that's an admin who has their ear on what the peeps will, are are clamming about. And then yesterday he tweeted Justin hashtag Eagles Camp throwback to start the morning, and it was Shady Deshaun and Michael Vick. That was, oh my! God. And then they tweeted a poll yesterday. Do you want a week of Kelly Green memes that don't reveal anything about Kelly Green and are just gonna piss you off? Yes, no. 58% of the people said yes, myself included. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, that's elected. They then quote tweeted that yesterday. Good choice. <laughs> to which they then tweeted today. Hope you had a good weekend. 
Hashtag fly eagles fly. <laughs> this That's meme incredible. that I'm sending you. So look at your phone. And for everybody listening, it is a meme of somebody on The Voice, and it says admin getting ready to push a button. And then the screen <laughs> says <laughs> another post that's not the Kelly Green reveal. Bro, I just love the smile, that little smirk smile with the finger. Like, you know what I'm about to do. You know we're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, I love it's it. So it's good. so funny. It is oh, next level trolling that I have oh, never awesome. seen from the Eagle social accounts ever. And whoever is running the Eagle social accounts now, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because this is peak social media. Incredible. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, they're saving the best for last. Clearly. We all know the Eagles throwback uniforms. When they dish them out, they're going to be the best looking ones. I don't know. The Patriots might have you beat on that one. That they're red, gonna be that the royal best red looking is. Ones. Oh, nah, that royal red. I mean, dude, of the just... new ones, of the new ones that have come out this year. Oh, oh, the new reveals we've had. The, yeah, oh, the Seahawks the, one's pretty lit. Though. The Seahawks one's great. The only I, issue I had, I think I talked to this with DJ. The video was great. The only problem I had, Pitts, those jerseys are from the '90s. They used Jackson Smith Najigba. As the player in the promotional video. Oh, he was definitely born like 2001. Jackson Smith <laughs> Jigba was born in 2002. <laughs> he was not a 90s baby. Bobby Wagner's right there. <laughs> Use somebody that was born in the 90s. I love Jackson Smith Jigba. I think he's I a great player. Great. But he was born in 2002. Oh, that's so funny. That is so funny. This man was born two years post Y2K. Jesus. That's fucking hilarious. We had those. We had the um, the Bucks creamsicles. We have the new Oilers. We have um, whatever the fuck the Colts are doing. <laughs> Did you see those? Dude, I, I've tried to look away at those. I've seen, like, variations. I'm just like, this is they're not so it. so bad. They're so bad. Another um, L for the Colts. But they're just saving the Eagles best for last, so. Hands down. There it is. Uh, also, recording this, it's the OG CFO Margie's birthday. Happy Go. birthday. She's the best. Couldn't be luckier to have the mom that I have. She's being supportive and supporting everything we do here. Uh, and just having the most badass mom on the planet. Like, when I was on a field trip in fourth grade, my mom climbed a tree to get a Frisbee out of the tree for us. Can't top that. Can't top that. That's that's a super mom. I've got the best mom on the planet. Sorry to everybody else's moms. My mom's the goat. Shout out to my mom. Happy birthday to the legend. And uh, go wish her a happy birthday on all the social media platforms because she deserves it. Go do it. Um, that's all we got for you guys this week. Hopefully, now that his jet lag is subsided, Matt will be back on the main pod Wednesday night. Um, so be sure to follow us at Underground PHI Twitter, Threads, Instagram, TikTok at Underground PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and on Instagram and Threads at Pitsy35. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter, KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and Threads. 
Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave a five-star rating and review. goes a long way for helping this show continue to grow, helps our company grow, helps more people find all the podcasts on our network. Go subscribe. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We're at 518 subscribers right now. Looking to get to 600 by the end of August. Otherwise, Pitsy's going in the harbor. And we got to get to 1,000 before September 4th. Otherwise, DJ's going to Alaska. So, yeah, dude, we're just going places we don't want to go. So, please help us out. Let's let's get that going. Uh, And I'm sure Pitts will do his best wrestling promotional cut there to let everybody know that he might be harbor bound unless you subscribe. Yeah, I can cut a promo like Piper at WrestleMania six. Like, don't you? I will do it. Go subscribe. More live streams should be coming to the channel pretty soon. Stay tuned for that. Uh, But that's where you get every single video piece of content is on our youtube channel so go subscribe and of course this podcast presented by the city of vineland uh and whether you're a company looking to expand relocate or our new business startup selecting the right location is critical to your success vineland new jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life the city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region you're considering potential locations for your operation contact the vineland economic development team at 856-794-4100 that's 856-794-4100 vineland new jersey where it's always growing season and big thank you to security 21 security systems and paul j gillespie incorporated for their continued support of this podcast this has been episode number 553 of underground sports philadelphia pitts will be back next week But until then, we'll see you Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. We're getting the heck up out of here. Peace.